Hey everybody, good morning. It's Tuesday, Love, Holy Radio. 2020. Are we really saying this? It's Tuesday, January 7th, 2020. Thank you so much for joining us. It's just absolutely crazy that we're actually talking about 2020. We have a lot to talk about this morning. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk about, I know everybody is following the fires in Australia. Isn't that the craziest thing? Oh, almost half a billion animals have been killed in Australia's fires. And now they're saying there are over 200 fires, but they think that some of them were started by arsonists. So instead of calling it climate change, it's climate terrorism. That means people actually started the fires. Can you believe it? It's much like the fires we have in California. I've often wondered how come wildfires just spring up out of nowhere. I understand that there are climatic conditions that support an environment for fires to proliferate, but seriously. So half a billion animals in, in Australia. So far, only 23 people dead, which is a lifesaver because when you think about it, all that acreage, and most of the major cities in Australia are located along the coast. So around the entire continent, because Australia is a continent, most of the, most folks live near the coast, the major the cities, the major cities are near the coast. And Australia only has five major cities. So inland, all of that inland is subject to desert-like conditions. And I think we don't know much about Australia because here in the United States, we tend to be very insular. You think about desert and people think about Nevada. Yeah, like you're driving through the, the Death Valley or something. That's desert enough for us. So we don't think about other countries and in terms of what climatic conditions exist elsewhere. We really don't because we have to worry about what we have going on here, <laughs> right? So we don't think about it. So shout out to all our folks in Australia. Uh, we send our, not just our prayers and thoughts, but there are a number of online avenues that if you want to contribute to help folks down there, then please do so. But if nothing else, send positivity, good vibes, and a good feeling that everyone, that pretty soon those fires will stop. This is their dry season. Winter for them is very different for us than it is for us. We have winter with snow. They have winter that looks like summer right so the climate kind of flips the other way because they're down under right it's just like australia is like in south america right anybody ever been to south america raise your hand yeah it's beautiful down there it's really beautiful right i've never been to australia but i suppose i will now i will now because i'm curious i'm very curious because it's 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 something else right so think about that think about it as we go through it's, it's the stuff we should be focusing on, right? It's the stuff we should be focusing on. The other thing that I came across a couple of days ago that I didn't mention was after we had some problems with Iran, the United States that is, uh, there were a number of, of things that were happening culturally here. One of which was the Selective, selective Service website. Everybody knows who the Selective Services are? The Selective Services are the people who control the draft. Well, their website crashed on Friday because people <laughs> were checking <laughs> to see if, <laughs> if the draft were possible. <laughs> so they had to issue a statement on Twitter 
Twitter has become the official press release for everybody. Okay? So they had to issue a statement on Twitter saying the draft was abolished in 1973. It won't come back unless it's an act of Congress and by the president. That's the only way that the draft can come back. So in the meantime, it used to be that if you applied for FAFSA, then you kind of were going to be drafted. But they have changed that around. So people were withdrawing their applications. It was just crazy. So it's culturally, this is what happens. If you want to know how events impact folks, go to Twitter and you will see why the rest of us are on Twitter. I was just rolling. The memes have killed me. Like, I, I, I'm serious. Have you guys seen the memes about World War III that were trending on Twitter over the weekend? On Friday, I literally, it, it was it was unreal. <laughs> the stuff that was going on. It was so much so that my 17-year-old daughter was asking me questions about the draft. And I'm like, we don't draft women, but we don't have a draft. But still, people who, males born in the United States, between the ages of 18 and 25, you do have to register. It's not the draft, but a letter is sent to you on your 18th birthday. So Uncle Sam already knows you're here. <laughs> so if you're between 18 and 25, Uncle Sam already knows about you. Dude, they knew about you from the day your mother could see it. So there's no escaping it. You should have seen me on Friday. Wow, my children are girls. <laughs> Don't have to worry. It was just, it was just crazy. But fun and jokes aside, though, people were concerned. So the selective services had to issue a, a, a notification via Twitter that no, the draft has been abolished, so no one needs to worry about it. It's, it's, it's been. This is 2020. You know what my daughter calls this? She calls it the Roaring Twenties. She says there's a last night. She said there's a wildfire roaring through Australia, and it looks like we're roaring to something in Iran. And she's like, "This is the Roaring Twenties." And she's like, "Good going, Mom. What a way to start the decade." And I was like, "What do I have to do with that? <laughs> what did I do? What was it, what was it that I did?" And she says, "You guys, as usual, just mess up everything." I was like, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I wasn't there. I had nothing to do with it. I don't support it. I'm just over here trying. I'm in Michigan. I should say, that's right. We're in Detroit. We're in our own world. <laughs> we deal with the D boys and all that. We're, we're fine. <laughs> but I thought I would inject some humor into it because I think we need to think about where we are. I mean, the decade started off to a roar. I mean, Australia has been burning for some time and they probably thought they had the fires under control, but not so fast. And now they're saying that some people might have started the fires or contributed to the fires. That's just some crazy stuff. You know, folks always taking advantage of someone else's demise, taking advantage of someone else's misfortune. Come on now, we can be a little bit more human than that. Half a billion animals dying. Who wants to get up and see black bears running with fire on them? Come on, right? Some of those animals they say are now extinct because 
they were rare indeed. I don't mind them killing out all the snakes. Those could go. I, I don't think snakes are, are, are ex, you know, exotic creatures. I think those could die. I don't like snakes. You can tell. I hate snakes. So those they could have, yeah, we could do without. But some of the other, ex, ex, you know, animals, you think about it, they're required for the ecosystem to continue to operate, right? So anyway, fun and joke aside, fun and joke aside, it's the roaring 20s. The decade has gone to <laughs> to a roaring star my daughter says we're gonna look back at the start of this decade and laugh because the third day into the decade and there we were the selective service website was crashing she's like what on earth is going on right but today on our show we're going to talk about older people who need geriatricians a geriatrician is a doctor who specializes in the treatment of geriatrics. Geriatrics are older folks, people over 80, right? Matter of fact, now it's getting to be people over 60 because after 65, they're considering you older. Uh, we're living longer. Part of the problem why we need more geriatricians is because we're living longer. 20 years ago, people were kind of copping out after 70. But now, people are living longer. I read one report where a woman is taking care of her mother. Her mother is 93 and she's 70. Do you see what I'm saying? People are living longer. And if you look at yourself, you know, you look at yourself and you look at me and you, we look at each other, we realize that we are living longer. We are spending more time on earth. The thing is that we must focus on our quality of life. I think that's where we are missing the boat. We live longer, but we don't have quality of life. There are some things that apparently are inescapable as we age. Dementia, Alzheimer's, dementia, right? Blood pressure, right? But there are some things that we can control, like weight. We must get our weight out of control. We must be able to manage that so that that prevents the preventable diseases, high blood pressure and diabetes, because they come with a whole host of other stuff. The stuff that we really don't have much control over, such as memory loss, because as you and and vision loss. I mean, you're going to lose peripheral vision. You're going to lose some stuff, right? But at the same time, what we can control, we should. And this is why I say you've got to be careful about your family structure. You need. I don't know why people go through life without having children. Well, who's going to take care of you when you get older? You don't know how long you're going to live, and you can't confine yourself or trust that there will be systems in place to take care of you. You've got to have your own provision and your own provision is having a family. That means somebody will at least care about you. In one of the reports I read, one woman who had lived to be, she was 63 or 67 and began having issues. So she had no energy, couldn't get up to go to work and so on. Well, her children had moved to Florida so her son came to visit mom and when he realized what was wrong he called his sisters together and said we got a stage an intervention for mom do you see what i'm saying so they staged an intervention if she didn't have children chances are she would have died ended up in an old people's home in a senior facility have you ever been to one of those by the way some of them are inadequately run some of them need to be shut down and if you have your relatives in those in those places, please visit them. Don't abandon them. 
though it is one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. When my mother was sick prior to her death, she lived in her own home and I was blessed enough to take care of her in the short period of time that she was ill. And I tell you to this day, I am so very grateful that she never had to experience living in a nursing home. When mom was near death the week before she died, they actually told us that she should be placed in hospice. My mother begged us not to put her in, leave her for one night in hospice care. She was terrified that she wouldn't make it. She was terrified that she would have been mistreated. So I said, what do you want to do? She said she wants to go home. So we took her to her home. We took her home and stayed with her right up until she died, right? It is very important for us to invest ourselves. We're very self-centered. Not only are we selfish, we're self-centered. We want to live our lives exactly how we want to live it. And we don't think about tomorrow. And we tell ourselves things like, well, tomorrow will take care of itself, or I don't care. Well, you might find that you wake up on the other side of 65 and you will care. And if you have not invested in the people around you, if you haven't loved them and taken care of them, well, how do you expect them to take care of you? Even in situations where you have taken care of people, sometimes even the very children whom you birthed and nurtured and took to school and made sacrifices for abandon you, much less the people in a nursing home for whom you're just a paycheck. They're going to mistreat you. They mistreat seniors in nursing homes. People end up coming to the hospitals. My mother worked on the geriatrics ward at the hospital before she died. And the horror story she would tell us about people coming from nursing homes and hospice, how they had sores where the skin disintegrated right through to the bone. They don't care for people in senior facilities. Your mind is still conscious, but you can't move your body. Your muscles atrophy. Ladies and gentlemen, we are aging we're living longer. We need to take care of ourselves while you yet can. Eat right. Stop the drinking. Stop smoking. I know it makes you feel good and people, you know, want, you just want to get a buzz, right? You just want to feel good. So you associate feeling good with drinking. That stuff is going to mess up your joints and your ligaments later on. I was watching a local news channel a couple of days ago. I think it might have been was it Sunday or Sunday afternoon or so? And I was shocked that there is a treatment that is given to people who work out, right? Or people who just feel depleted or if you feel like you have no energy. It's a combination of vitamins. So all they do is a group of nurses formed a, gr a group thing and they liquefy vitamins. And they administer it through an IV and you come in once a month and you take how many, you know, cc's of it and it will keep you for a period of time. So the news commentator, the anchorman asked, well, what's in, the, what's in that? Magnesium, selenium, vitamin C, multivitamin, calcium. And they say these are the vitamins that people do not take. I literally patted myself on the back. Those are the exact vitamins that I do take. Magnesium, selenium, vitamin C, calcium, multivitamins. Yes, I take it. I don't take them daily, but I take them every other day. What am I doing? Because I recognize that minerals are what give your cells life. We don't get enough minerals from the foods we eat. There are other things that we should do. 
they did they said especially for people who have uh, people who drink a lot your body tends to go into dehydration right for those of you who are drinkers and you gotta have a drink at night yeah and you go hang out on a Friday because it's happy hour and you feel good and you wake up the next morning with a headache from hell you're severely dehydrated now would you believe that having a glass of water would make a big difference but also taking your vitamins helps to regenerate your cells in other words what I'm saying is to help ourselves as we live longer why not take care of yourself from now when was the last time some of you worked a muscle moved your joints and ligaments do you twist your body for the life of me I don't know why all the workout I do does not make me look like an Olympic athlete I swear to you I, I, I am disappointed in myself apparently my body is just not designed to show muscles but do you know what I am I'm incredibly flexible my children are constantly amazed that I can move and twist my body and I can put on my own boots and I can lace up my gym shoes and I can lift stuff up to 20 25 to 30 pounds in my hands I have been doing this for more than 20 years do you see what I'm saying and I am saying to all of us we owe it to ourselves to take better care of ourselves if you go to the gym ha hallelujah now back that up by drinking water not smoking not drinking and taking your vitamins when the show is over I want you all to go down to the grocery store and I want you to buy magnesium calcium vitamin B I don't care any VB vitamin vitamin C and a multivitamin you got to take your iron and your calcium you need your calcium for your joints you ever notice older people have a hard time moving around their joints their muscles and here's the thing ladies and gentlemen my friends keep on moving yourselves don't stop a lot of us retire and say oh we're done well you literally are telling your brain to shut down as for me I'll never retire never I don't have time for that I have too many things to do right engage your mind and keep yourselves active and you might say well Harry what are my older people supposed to do because they don't come out much during winter because they're afraid to slip and fall well go to your parents and your grandparents homes look around and if they have rugs on the floor pull them up will you I know older folks like to have rugs on their floor that's just part of their culture and the way they are well tell them that they will trip over those rocks the other thing is that a lot of older folks have incontinence their exercises you can teach them that will increase their bladder function we don't check on our seniors do you go and check on them ask them when was the last time they had a shower sometimes my mother would not have a shower unless someone were in the house and we didn't know that I really didn't know that it took me a while to understand that so I would make sure I hung around your bones keeps them replenished absolutely thank you right absolutely right stay with your older folks spend some time around them take some time off in the evenings right I know especially now during winter it's hard but catch up with them on a weekend go to the store with them or ask them can I pick up some stuff from the store with you and you just go shopping for them help them in their homes to give them weight lifting exercises show them that they can put a five pound weight 
on their ankle and while they're sitting and watching Jeopardy. You know, they watch Jeopardy and, and what's that other thing? A Wheel of Fortune, like crazy, right? While they're watching Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune and all the soap operas, show them they can do some mobility exercises to keep their joints flowing. Talk to your older folks, call them, ask them, to, ask them questions about work. Tell them about what you're working on at work. Call them on your way home in the evenings. Tell them what happened during your day. Then you'd be surprised the wealth of information they have and they, they, they can talk to you and give you wisdom. You know what it also does? It keeps them engaged. Let your children, give them an iPhone so you can FaceTime them. Show them how to FaceTime, right? And FaceTime them so they feel engaged and feel like they're part of the process. I have two daughters. And as you know how life is, they can't wait to move out. They can't wait to go start their own lives. And I'm sitting over here like, I can't wait for you to go. I'll start my own life too. <laughs> right? And they're like, what are you going to do? If I come back and I see the blah, blah, blah. My youngest daughter warned me again last night. I come back and see a roommate. I'll be talking to them. Ex expect that they will be gone by the time I leave. I am like... <laughs> right <laughs> right I'm like so you're keeping tabs on me and they're like absolutely and I said that's a good idea spend time with your older folks <laughs> they're making me feel old already <laughs> I'm like look <laughs> I still have my life I want to live and she's like mm, we tempered that mom we'll temper that right spend time with your older folks ask who visits them don't leave them open for others to take advantage of them when you are not visiting them, someone else will. Someone else will take advantage of them. Someone else is using their money. Someone else is getting inside their heads. When I, I worked in uh, healthcare, home healthcare for a long time, I ran home healthcare agencies and helped them get started, right? I was a startup specialist, seriously, right? And I specialized in it because I became more attuned to what the nurses would say when they went out. You know, as the administrator, I would sit down and hear sitting on case conferences. So after a while, I began to realize that maybe sending the nurse out for the first initial assessment, it might be a better idea to also send the social worker out. I found that there were resources that were available for aging population and that sending the social workers out helped seniors to tap into those resources. Invariably, I found that there was a lack of, of family involvement. I would often ask, because I came from a family where everybody knew mom and grandma, you know where your relatives were, right? And who was taking care of them. I found it quite incredible that people did not have their children around them for whatever reasons that might have happened. Spend time with your relatives, call and check on them. I'm surprised my grandmother is still alive. My mother's mother, incredibly, incredibly, she's 97, still alive. And when I call her, she asks me about my children. My grandmother asked me about my children. So my children are her great-grandchildren. When my children have children, they will be her great-great-grandchildren. Not going to happen for a while, though, but still, you know, you get the drift, right? But do you see what I'm saying? But she's still adept and mentally alert at 97. No communicable diseases, right? Just have to monitor her blood pressure and her blood sugar it drops a little low sometimes, right? And she, she has a high metabolism. I'm like, how come it can't happen for me like that? I don't know, I missed that gene. That gene did not come down to me. 
and I'm, I'm I'm not happy with it no right but do you see what I'm saying spend time because we're we're living longer and our folks are living longer and as they live longer we need more to take care of them so who is a geriatrician a, a, a doctor who specializes in the treatment of geriatrics would you believe that statistics say by 2025 that's only five years from now by 2025 we will need 33,000 geriatricians to care for our aging population and I'm like that's people who are now 60 who are gonna be 65 five years from now incredible why aren't more doctors signing up to be geriatricians well economics doctors are incredibly smart people but they also have a lot of student loan to pay off. A typical geriatrician earns like $233,000 a year. That's not a lot of money with the amount of uh, uh, student loans that they have to pay off. An anesthesiologist earns about 500000 a year. Did you all know that? A cardiologist, radiologist, neurologist, those people earn some bad cash. They earn over $500,000 a year. Well, they also have a lot of student loan to pay off. It's expensive to go to medical school, right? So a typical geriatrician only earning $233,000 a year is because most older folks are on Medicare. Medicare is a slow payer and a low payer for doctors, right? A typical geriatrician has over 700 patients per year. That's a lot, that's a lot, they're stretched thin and the thing with older people is that just like when you and I go to visit a, a senior you have to spend time and you have to have good communication skills to navigate what they want because they all they don't often say it it takes more than one visit right so I'm saying to all of us take care of ourselves now what can you do well if you have senior folks and you probably do, your parents are probably still alive, maybe even your grandparents, maybe an aunt, an uncle, or even on your block, they're seniors, check in with them. Do you ever check in with the seniors on your block? I do. I call and say, hey, how is it going? What you doing? You know, the other day when it snowed back in November, my neighbor across the street is like, she's like in her 70s, she came and helped me shovel. I was like flat out, y'all. I was like, for somebody who does all this stuff, I was huffing and puffing. She was shoveling the snow, y'all. I was like, wait a minute, wait just a minute. What just happened here, <laughs> right? Check in on your seniors, be nice to them. Go talk to them, check in on them. Some of them, and a lot of them, they take them to a YMC or something where there's a pool, a lot of water-based exercises are good uh, strength resistance for them, right? Teach them to put a ball between their legs, between their thighs, so that it, and you know, move your legs around it. What it does is it, it improves your bladder function so they don't have to get up so frequently to pee because that's a big problem. And then they have all these runners and rugs in the house because they actually think that putting the runners down means they won't slip on the floor. That's not true. They tend, to, they tend to strip over the rugs, right? Install a, a bath chair in the bath, in the tub, and give them a movable shower head so that they can rotate it and sit in the, in, the, in the shower and shower themselves. That would help a lot. 
just put a shower a bath in the you know a, a bath chair they cost like about 35 40 dollars just put one in the shower so they can and a removable shower head so they can shower themselves right a lot of older folks are compromised nutritionally because they can't cook so they want something quick to cook right okay right and a lot of them what they do is they they uh start sad to say a lot of them eat canned food uh i think it was in thanksgiving i went to the grocery store and for some reason there was this older gentleman walking around with me and he struck me something about him made me look at him and i suspected that he had recently just lost a spouse right he looked lost like he didn't know what to do but at the same time he didn't want anyone to feel sorry for him so he was trying to help himself and when i looked in his car i saw a lot of canned goods and i that's when i knew he lived alone because he's buying stuff okay all right uh he's buying stuff that he can uh that he can open put it in a pot do it really quickly and eat you and I know that canned stuff breaks down. It doesn't have the nutrients that you need. Perhaps they need some chicken noodle soup. Well, they buy candles. That thing is loaded with sodium. Nobody should eat, drink, have candles, chicken noodle soup, right? But they can't stand there to make it themselves. They can't run out to the restaurant to buy it either, right? So a lot of seniors are compromised nutritionally. A lot of them get meals on wheels delivered, which sometimes it's a much better uh preparation but i don't think meals and wheels cooks anything from scratch either i think they probably still use a lot of cans and so on so as we we get older we lose our dexterity and mobility this is why it's important that you feed your joints take calcium right make sure you take magnesium and stay away from the liquor Stay away from alcohol and smoking. It is comp it compromises your health. I can't save the seniors now, but I can save you. I can talk to you, right? I can show you how that as you live longer, because we are living longer. We have better health care. We have better nutrition. As toxic as the environment is, we still have better, and we have access to clean running water. Those are things that contribute to life, right? Most of us grew up in a time when we were exercising and running around like, you know, whatever. Crack chicken with our heads cut off, but you didn't hear me say that uh, on live radio. But anyway, right? <laughs> and so, and so we're healthier, right? We played tennis. I played tennis at one point in my life. I rode horses. Yeah. I jogged. I said, jogging is still my favorite exercise to do. I love running. And there's my body loves running so much that it takes a minute or two but when it kicks in man I take off like a rocket my body loves running my cells breathe you can literally hear my body going yes so I suggest to you the same thing right while you feed the temple feed your spirit engage yourself practice exercise most of you all don't even read anymore did you know that reading helps memory retention? You spend more time watching television and visualizing than you do reading. If you don't read, you're not practicing your brain and your eyes to work. 
read. Have you ever done eye exercises where you move your eyes around and around? You're keeping the muscles working. You have to lift weights. It keeps the muscles working. It's not just building biceps and triceps like Arnold Schwarzenegger or Terminator or whatever. Right? Or the other guy, The Rock. Hmm. Interesting. But it's keeping the muscles going. Ladies and gentlemen, we're living longer. My friends, we're living longer. Cut the liquor out. So many of you have to have a liquor at nights before you go to bed. You're giving your you're telling the insulin in your kidneys to work overtime. You're hurting yourself. Did you know that? You're dehydrating yourself by drinking alcohol before you fall asleep. How about grabbing a glass of water? How about grabbing a glass of milk? What was the last time? I know they told you, but we do need calcium for our joints. I don't know where that story ever came from that you don't need cal you don't need calcium. You have to, milk is the most readily available form of calcium. Duh, you need milk. You need calcium for your bones and joints. You have some stupid people who say that, well, you don't need calcium anymore. Well, if you don't put calcium in these bones and joints, how's it gonna work? For most, for women who suffer from osteoporosis, they prescribe calcium. Take your vitamins. Take your minerals, the calciums, the magnesium that helps vitamin D to break down, selenium, right? Your multivitamin, you need your iron. You need calcium. Go take your go take your vitamins. When this show is over, go take your vitamins. Go to the grocery store and buy. You can even go on Amazon and buy it if you really want to know. If you don't want if it's too much for you to get in your car and drive to the grocery store. And that's another thing to teach our seniors. Teach them how to order online. Get them a debit card from the bank, from their bank, that is not associated with their bank account. And tell them, use this one to order stuff online. So it comes right to their door. Some things they can order that comes to their door. Teach your older folks, talk to them, call them. Say, hey, how's it going? How you doing? Nice to see you, right? On a weekend, go pick them up. Go drive with them to the mall. Tell them, put your gym shoes on. We're going to the mall. Take your folks out. Don't be so selfish and so caught up. Well, this weekend, you know, John and I are just going to go hang out with the kids. Go pick up your parents. When was the last time you checked in on your seniors? Go pick them up. I wish my mother were still alive. We used to go. She, well, she never, um, she was one of those very involved mothers right up to the last minute. She didn't really give you a chance to be alone for long. Three days, maybe. And then she'd call and say, how come I haven't heard from you? What's going on? <laughs> and you're like, okay, yeah, I need to go somewhere. Let's go to the mall. That was her thing, shopping. She'd walk around the entire mall after working. Because she, she worked in a hospital. Sometimes she'd work like, you know, those 16-hour shifts. And the next day she's walking in a mall. I was like, huh? <laughs> right? But she, after three days, you, she didn't wait for you to call her. She'd be like, did you wake up today? What, what, what's going on? I haven't heard from you. Where are my grandchildren? Check on your seniors. I wish I could hear her voice now. Check on your seniors, right? Call your parents. We're, it looks like we're going to go to war. Pick up the phone. Call your mom. Call your dad. 
Call the person who raised you. Call your grandparents. Say, hey, grandpa. They will be so thrilled to hear your little voice. They say, is that Johnny? Is that you, sweetheart? Call your auntie, your uncle. You know that teacher who was nice to you in school, whom you stayed in touch with? Remember them? They poured into you. In fact, some of you are about to cry because they made you who you are. Pick up the phone and call them. Talk to them. Remind them that you still care and that you still value them for what they did. Pick up the phone. Pick up the phone. And for the love of God, I'm begging you all, take care of yourselves starting today. Promise yourself that you are going to drink more water. You may not do eight, eight, eight ounce glasses a day. We'd all never leave the bathroom. But you are going to drink four. You can do four. Drink more water. Say it. Drink more water. Drink water. Eat more of the stuff that's good for us. A little less red meat. Eat more. I don't know about all this fake meat they're selling. I don't know what it's made of. If it's fake, where did it come from? Am I going to trust you that you actually didn't make it from some synthetic stuff instead of plants? I don't know. So I get most of my, my iron and protein from eggs and beans and peas right most days I eat a boiled egg for breakfast that's it maybe toast maybe once a month seriously seriously I take my vitamins I was looking at a picture of myself that I took yesterday and I looked on my timeline a memory showed up of a picture that was taken of me five years ago would you believe I look younger today than I did five years ago when I put the picture side by side? I was like, they my family tells me that I age in reverse. That's the that's the blessing of the Lord, though. That's that's a, seriously, it's the blessing of the Lord. It's not me. What kind of vitamins I recommend? I recommend everybody should take a multivitamin. Everyone should take a multivitamin. I take a multivitamin, I rotate them, right? So if the last time I took vitamins, two days ago, I took magnesium, selenium, and vitamin C. Well, today I will take the multivitamin, the calcium, and so on. So everyone should take a multivitamin. Vitamin E is good for heart health. Also provides estrogen. It's good. It's a, it provides folic acid, it's good. Everybody should take vitamin E calcium magnesium I take one called selenium right vitamin C and I know that you're gonna say well those are synthetic for some reason whenever I go to the doctor I've been going to the same practitioner for the same physician for some 16 years and I don't have issues with cholesterol my levels my mineral levels are always normal or above normal. I've never been diagnosed with lack of iron or lack of calcium or anything like that. That's nothing but the blessing of God. So I continue to take. So you got the list of vitamins, right? Uh, multivitamin, calcium, vitamin E, vitamin B, magnesium, selenium, S-E-L-E-N-I-U-M, selenium, right? And E-U-M. S-E-L-E-N-E-U-M, selenium. 
right? We must take our minerals and take iron. Why don't we take iron, right? You're gonna find that they will make you, uh, thank you, they will make you, some of these vitamins, they will make you constipated. So you will have a harder time going eliminating, but that's where you drink more water. So I, I don't take them every day. I take them every other day or every two days, right? But they help my body, especially for women who are still having periods. Why aren't you guys taking your iron and calcium? You need your protein. You need protein and you need your iron. I heard a young woman say once that her body didn't make enough protein for her to breastfeed. At 30, I was so shocked. I'm like, then what are you going to do when you turn 50 if you have a disease? How is your body going to fight it off? Right? You see the new challenge. We have our autoimmune diseases. You've got to take your vitamins. Right? Take your vitamins. They help a lot. Drink water. Right? And for your older, for your older, senior, for your older folks, your parents and so on, they need a combination of stuff. A lot of what happens with aging too is what? Depression. You feel lost and abandoned because you can't engage in your regular activities. And let's face it, we live in a youthful society, right? So you pass 50, they, they discard you. They start discarding you at 45, right? So what happens is people fall into depression. So talk to your older folks. Let them get to see a therapist. Just lose weight, put them on a weight loss program so they lose weight. That helps a lot. Lugging all that extra weight around right? Lose weight, get them involved in some form of uh, physical activity that they have to drive out to go see, right? Get them a phone with that they can call you and FaceTime you. Some of us, I, I remember when my mom had, when my mom got an iPhone, it was, I, I can't begin to tell you why. <laughs> she was like, oh, so you're all playing music from your phone? So what happened to me? I'm not a person. She's like, download my favorite songs. We were like, then the thing when she discovered Facebook, heaven help us all. She used to sneak on everybody's Facebook page. That's how she knew what was going on. Get your older folks involved. Right up until the day she died, she was engaged with everybody in everybody's life. That's why they still miss her. Some people still can't talk about her without breaking down. She was so much a part of everyone's lives. And that's what our seniors want to feel like. Right? So take care of yourselves. Promise. Promise. Take care of yourselves. Say a prayer tonight for all of us. Right? And go out and buy some vitamins. Go get your vitamins. And take care of yourself. And I know it was your New Year's resolution to join a gym. This time, really do it. Really do it. When you're doing it, think about what I'm saying. Well, you've got to keep your mobility and your dexterity going. This is Harriet Kimmick with Down to Earth. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you for being a part of my show. As usual, go to my website, harrietkimmick.com, and continue to support us by being a subscriber on Spotify, Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Block Talk Radio. We're everywhere. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody. I enjoy my show. I enjoy being with you. Thank you for being a part of our experience. And for more information, make sure that you go to our website. Thanks so much, everybody. Be blessed.